You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I know you're very excited. I am so excited. It's like the beginning of the holiday season. See, but it, that makes me a little bit nervous because then uh, I think what? I think our studio is just fine as it is. I don't think we have to worry about oh, anything. Oh, are wise. you talking about no, what I'm going to get out already, of storage? I heard you already bring it up. That's the problem. Well, it's going to happen. Well, I just haven't had a chance. I actually have to go to my storage unit today, so I'll make sure to bring it on Monday. No, the last time you brought in the fake tree, it stayed here for about four months afterwards. Until it I was the holiday it. tree. No, it's not It's not going to be a holiday <laughs> tree. I think that was enough to last for about four more Christmases, and then no Christmas trees in the studio. No, that's not true. All right. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet. Wherever podcasts can be found. You never say cyberwebs anymore. Well, now do you want me to say cyberwebs? I do. Webs? I kind of want See? to. This was kind of like a, a syndrome where basically I beat you down with it. And, well, not Greg, physically beat you down. Yeah, but don't I mean, talk about beating me down. It sounds no, like... only mentally. So I, I kept Just emotional beatdown. Right. So I kept saying cyberwebs over and over until you just hated it. You hated it. Now you realize you love it when I say cyberwebs. I didn't say I loved it. I said, let's, let's mix it up a little. All part of the Greg system. <laughs> uh, so we've got a bunch of stuff that we're going to be talking about today. However, I have to let you guys know this. No, no, not that. I'm teasing something else. No. Uh, no time for Christmas music. No, um, we had the great fortune of interviewing one of our favorite comedians earlier today, and that is Greg Proops. Yes, Mr. Proops joined us today. He's a, he's an awesome guy. He's going to be in town all weekend long. Yes. Uh, two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow. Check him out. He is an amazing comedian and human being. Absolutely. He's mm. going to be at Helium Comedy Club, so you can check him out there. And we're going to be playing our interview with him in just a little bit here on the show. So uh, stay tuned for that. But then we've got, we've got a few other things. So what what Sarah is, this time of year gets to be, how do I put this lightly? Annoying? Is that lightly? I think that's that lightly. That doesn't seem very light. I think that's lightly. That seems pretty, that you, seems you are, pretty heavy. You are a Christmas aficionado, Sarah. Is not an aficionado. I, I do enjoy the Christmas season. I like to wait until it's actually the Christmas season, which is after Thanksgiving. Um, it's kind of a short season this year, too, because Thanksgiving was so late, so we don't even get like a full month. Really? You, you, I, I didn't think about that. I didn't, didn't realize that. It's true. Okay. It's a very limited time, so we have to All make right. it count. Okay. Yeah, God, I hit the post. This is the worst song. It is not the worst song. This is the worst song Christmas on Christmas in the Northwest. Christmas in the Northwest. Which is what we're going to be celebrating. I know. It's a, it's a song about... By the songstress named uh, Brenda White. Who is terrible. And this is absolutely one of the worst Christmas songs I have ever heard. It's unfortunate it has to do with our section of the country. I just wanted to play a little... Because tomorrow, Greg, it's the start of the holiday season. Tomorrow is SantaCon. Yes, indeed. I am so excited. For anybody who doesn't know what SantaCon is, it does happen like... Can we turn... Oh, my God, she's I'm turning awful. it down a little. It's like nails screaming into my ear. A little it is, Christmas stop nails. Stop over-exaggerating. It's like little elves pounding nails the little my Christmas brain. nails shaped like Christmas trees, and they're right. stabbing you. Yes, that's pretty yeah. much what it is. Oh, I kind of want to get Christmas tree nails now. <laughs> you are, once again, proving that you are kooky front desk Oh, lady. shut up. <laughs> uh, so, SantaCon, 
is something that happens. It, it goes on all over the country in different places. I think even the world sometimes. Yeah. But if you don't know what it is, you've probably seen it at some point. And it's when you see a whole giant group of Santas, uh, people dressed up in Santa Claus costumes, bar hopping and day drinking, walking around a city all together. That's probably a Santa Claus. And singing carols and giving candy to small children while trying not to scare them. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so this uh, this year's SantaCon is uh, taking place tomorrow. So there are a bunch of them. So this is the one that we go to every year. Um, I'm not even going to get into the logistics of like which ones are which. No. Yeah. yeah. It's SantaCon. I mean, that's what I said. I'm not going to. But, uh, but yeah, so this is the one that we go to every year. Yes. And so that's tomorrow. I've been going to this for like a decade now. Yeah. See, that's the thing, though. I was thinking about that the other day. I've, I've probably been going to it as long as that, too. And um, but the, the good thing about it is doesn't really doesn't really matter how old you are. You can still go to SantaCon. Mm-hmm. You can still go do it. You can still walk around and you go to bars. And there's a bunch of drunk Santas. There's rules associated. There are rules. You can't fuck with the, uh, the, the Santas. Are, don't fuck with cops. Especially right. now. Um, yeah. Don't fuck with uh, other Santas. Don't fuck with bartenders. Right. Don't fuck with children. Yes, that's true. And well, that's a general rule in Yeah, life. so basically it goes, don't fuck with cops, don't fuck with bartenders, don't fuck with children, and don't fuck with Santa. Yeah, that's, that's a, pretty those much are, it. Those are the big four. That's, those are the four rules. The four, the four fucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's true. The four, the, they're the four fucks of Christmas. That's exactly what it's called at SantaCon, the four fucks of Christmas. And it's one of those things, too, where you can go to and you can, you mean, if you don't have a Santa costume, you could even just wear a Santa hat and go. But it's more fun when yeah. you have a Santa costume. And also, may I say one more thing? Fuck the bananas. Okay, explain what that is. There's a banana con that happens at the same time. These people think they're so kooky, and they dress in banana costumes, and they try to ruin everybody's fun. It's true. This is true. So it's the weirdest thing. It is like it is like an episode of Portland. But living in Portland is like an episode of Portlandia a lot. Like right. every year there is a – like you witness a giant fight between people dressed as Santa Clauses versus, uh, versus people dressed as bananas. There is, and this is exactly it is exactly how it sounds. It's it really is. So so SantaCon it starts off. Um, this one starts off in North Portland. Then basically everybody gathers at one spot. I think it's the Paul Bunyan statue in North Portland. This is where it happens every year. And then from there you go bar hopping to these select bars. There's kind of a leader that'll yell, but really just follow the Santas mm-hmm. and you'll find it. You will not be able to miss it if you go up there. It's impossible to miss because it's a whole bunch of drunken Santas. There is this other contingent that started – I don't know when they started. Probably about like five last, or six years yeah, ago. Not, maybe not even that long. Yeah. Just, uh, there used to be random people in banana costumes that would show up. But now it's turned into this whole thing that they call BananaCon and they crash SantaCon in their banana costumes and then sing really annoying songs. and so They sing that Which ring, ring, I just ring, still ring. don't understand it. I mean like, I guess SantaCon doesn't make a lot of sense. But like dressing yeah. as a banana, it's just never made any sense that one, that one really doesn't make any sense. So I don't know exactly what that is or why, uh, why, why that happens. But that is part of the thing that goes on with this. It's part of, part of how it all works. So that's taking place tomorrow. And, uh, and yes, we will, be going, we will be going to that. And th- I was thinking about that, though, because, yeah, it has been, it's been like a decade probably that I've been going to this thing, mm-hmm. too. And it's like, am I, am I too old for SantaCon? No Con way. Now? No way. Is because it, everybody – Does this get – The thing that I like about SantaCon is that there are some like, particular people who I don't get to see very often. Uh, one of them most notably is uh, our dear friend Alex, who's in the chat right now, um, who owns Portland Buttonworks. And so we don't get to see her very often. But, however, SantaCon is like the one day a year that we all get to like – like, it's a guaranteed getting to hang out time where we're all, mm-hmm. like, I, you don't give a fuck about what you look like because I have this dirty, tattered Santa outfit I've had for probably, like, eight years. It's just stained and it's mm-hmm. covered in fuzzballs. Like, you don't worry about what you look like. You just are hanging out with a bunch of people, drinking beers, singing songs, and wandering around from place to place. It is so fun. 
It like is I have to so say, much it is fun. a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it's a lot of fun, and I it's it's being noted in chat. I forgot I did miss last year's. I think that was the first time that I missed it in a long time because I was doing uh, back fence. That's when I was rehearsing for back fence. I forgot about that. So I met up with some Santas later on that night. But uh, there's no meeting up with Santa later no. on. No, I met up. I remember you met up with the shells of people who were in Santa costumes. Yeah, I believe you were one of the shells too. It was. I was. It was because uh, I, I remember I was rehearsing or rehearsing. I was practicing trying to remember my speech, and I was doing that all day. And I think I met up with some Santas around 10 o'clock or something like that. And that's the remnants. That's the ones oh, that are no. still kind of out. Yeah. But it's – trust me, if you're not going out to SantaCon until 10 p.m., don't bother going. Don't bother. It's not going to be enjoyable for you. I would say if you can't you. make it before like 5. <laughs> yeah. I'd say probably. probably. Because the first stop is – basically by the time people get there in their Santa costumes for the first stop, they've already at least had one beer. Right. So, I mean, the drinking has already begun yeah. before noon. Yeah, that does, that does tend this, to happen. It's days like this that I miss Sparks. I remember every year for Santa Clem, at the Santa Clem, we used to all meet up at my house uh, when I had that big back porch. Uh-huh. And everyone would drink a Sparks, and then we'd jump on the bus and be on our merry way. <laughs> it is a lot of fun. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. It's completely silly, and that's why it's, com- that's why it's awesome. And everybody, that you, when you go out there and you do it, generally everyone's really cool. Just like, hey, Santa, hey, Santa. Everybody's there for the same thing, mm-hmm. except for the bananas. But other than that, it is. And it sounds awesome. stupid because a bunch of people want it, around it Santa stupid. outfits. It is. And no, look, that's the point. <laughs> it, it's stupid and it's fun and yeah. it's great. And they're like, you know, girls who are like the sexy Santas. Well, now, girls. slutty Santas. Greg loves the slutty Santas. That's a, that's. There are girls who wear like little like fur lined like um, like mini skirts and uh, all different kinds, you know, like bikini tops. And yeah. Yeah. There. I mean, there's any kind of variation. It's of the holiday kind of spirit, costume. Sarah. It's the holiday spirit. It sure is. Nothing wrong with that. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, so it'll, it'll be good. It'll yeah. be good. It keeps you young. It does. It keeps us very youthful. Yeah. That's all that matters with that. <laughs> uh, somebody in the chat posted Zima. I don't remember ever drinking a Zima. I don't know if I ever tried I drank one. Zima in high school. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm, I don't know. It just tasted like Sprite. Okay. Basically an alcoholic Sprite. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how that goes. <laughs> uh, I can't believe you wouldn't have that. Oh, well, I did want to say, speaking of like thinking, so definitely we're not too old to be doing Santa Claus. Okay. That was what I really wanted to know because I... I feel like that sometimes i'm like okay well maybe i should be i'm never gonna be that person no i'm still gonna go do it mm-hmm. yeah i don't care no well i was thinking about this so you know it, no matter what we do it's, uh, everyone feels old from time to time i saw this quiz online and it made me think of you and i want to know since you do feel like you're still a little hip with the kids i am hip with the kids oh wow i wanted to see no if... i'm in with the lingo i know what they're talking about you know, I know the lingo you know the well, kids I'm... lingo <laughs> i know what they're talking about i mean i i do you know i i I feel like I I can communicate with them. I live near a high school. Like you know, I don't go out there and rap with the kids. When you're an older guy saying you live near a high school, it does kind of. That's not a real selling point. You know, I go out there and rap with the kids. Like, hey guys, what's going on with the Power Rangers and that stuff? You know, whatever it is that the kids talk about. I don't know what that is. I don't like Power Rangers. They seem weird to me. That was after my time. Power Rangers are amazing. No, and that pa- wasn't after your time. That was. Oh, I guess it was because I'm younger. I'm like that was during our time. But I think if you, it had like a two, like a probably a year or two year window. Power Rangers, it. no. Okay, we're I just going to agree and disagree and move forward. So since uh, you're not about Power Rangers, but you are hip with the kids today, I am. I wanted to see. I found this quiz and it, I thought it was awesome because I wanted to know. How good you would do with this. Yes. So this okay. quiz is called, right. quizzes, how much teenage slang do you know? <laughs> All right, Greg. There, um, there are a few of these. We're just going to go through trill, them. Trill, it better not be on there. Trill I hate the word trill. It is, not, it is not on there. Okay. Okay, first one. Greg, what is the definition of the word bay? Uh, babe. 
Significant other. That is correct. I won't even do the other. <laughs> that is the oldest thing I could have possibly said. <laughs> significant other, actually. It's somebody that you're probably dating. Could be a male or a female or everybody. other, seriously. You reference Bay, and then that's a... Oh, wow. Yeah. But I knew what it was. All right. The second one, it's the word swole. So what is swole? Does swole mean swollen? Is as, as in I got my wisdom teeth removed, my face is swollen. Does swole mean have a lot of money? Yeah, my wallet's swole. Or does swole mean muscular as in, dude, you're looking swole? Oh, that's a tough one. Is it? Um, <laughs> I think it means you're buff. You're buff. That was correct. Sweet. Two uh, out of two. Next one. Uh, next one is Peng. Okay, how do you spell it? All right, Peng, P-E-N-G, means to text, uh, like, does it mean to text, like, Peng me or Snapchat name? Does Peng mean ugly, like your shoes are Peng, or does it mean fit slash attractive, like our P-E teacher is Peng? These are real words that the kids <sighs> these days so are using. This is a using. word that the kids are using, Peng. Just got to guess, Greg. That she's attractive. That, that it means attractive. Yes. That is correct. Really? It how did is? you actually do that? Why is it? Why does it mean that? I don't know. I don't know. All right, next one is neg, N-E-G. So it's bad, short. Negative. So, it's bad. So does it mean bad, short for negative? Yes. That is incorrect. Oh, no. What you should have waited for the multiple choice. It means if you say something's neg, it's an insult masquerading as a compliment. Next up, chirps. Chirps, okay. Chirps. What does chirps mean? Does chirps mean that you tweet a lot? Does it mean you're talking too much? Or does it mean that you're flirting? Oh, Come on, hip with the kids. Tell me what it is. It means you tweet a lot. That is the oldest thing I think you've ever said. <laughs> that is incorrect. What is it? Chirpsing is flirting. That's stupid. Well. That is okay. dumb. How does that even make any sense? I, I don't know. This is what the kids are. Why are you asking me? You're the one are you with the chirping? Kids. Chirpsing. No, that's stupid. They shouldn't do that. All right, Greg. You, you tell them. I will. Um, let's see. Next up. Prees. Pre's. P-R-E apostrophe S. P-R-E. Uh, some, all right, yeah. P-R-E apostrophe S. Now, it's not about Prefontaine, I'm sure. You are sounding so damn old today. Uh, okay, pre's. All right, go ahead. My parents went to school with Prefontaine. Is that the pre-SATs? Uh, is, it, is it something sexual? Oh. Is it pre-drinking? Oh. Or is it the President of the United States? Apostrophe S? No, yeah. it better not be short for that. Um, pre-drinking. All right, that's correct. We called it pre-funking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what we did, too. Next up is fleek. Fleek? Fleek. How do you spell it? F-L-E-E-K. All is right. Is like a gleek? It's, I don't think it's like a gleek. Okay. All right, so fleek, does it mean perfect or amazing? Like your hair is on fleek. Okay. Uh, the flick shape on a girl's eyeliner, like when she does cat eyes. Okay. Or does fleek mean disgusting? Ew, that guy on the bus smells fleek. <laughs> I want it to be that one, but I think it's the first one. God, yes, that's right. Dude, this is kind of this is kind of creeping me out. I've only gotten two wrong so far. Yeah. See, so now it is true though. I mean, I guess I did know I was hip with the kids, but all right. What's the next one? All right. Um, next is on point. All right, on point. Uh, like the credit on point. union. <laughs> Not like the credit union. Okay. They're talking about their finances. Uh, on point. It, it could mean a sharp haircut. Like I got it on point at oh, the barber. That's on point. Uh, to be perfect, your eyebrows are on point. Okay. Or equal the same as our outfits are on point. Like if we're wearing the same thing. Haircut. That is incorrect. What was it? To be perfect. Your eyebrows are on point. Next question. Oh, all right. Okay. Church. What does church mean to the oh, kids today? I know what it meant when I was growing up, but okay. I don't know. You didn't say that in your old man voice. I don't know what that meant when I was growing up. I was growing up. Uh, what you went on Sundays. 
All right, does church to the kids these days mean that's cool? Like, the sandwich is church. That's really dumb if that's what they've done. Okay. Um, like, uh, does it mean, like, word? Like, means I agree. Like, if someone says, like, oh, I like um, basketball, and you're like, church. <laughs> Swass wasn't picked up, and yet church yeah. is what's being used? Um, okay. uh, does church mean to be chastised or told off? Like, my mom churched me for being home. Or does church mean strict? My school is so church. Wasn't those la- those last two seem like the same thing? That's kind of a uh... no strict. It's either strict or to be told off. Those are two completely different things. Strict, strict. That is wrong. What is it? It means that you agree. What? That is dumb. Church. That is. <laughs> I just agreed. Did you see that? Now I fear for our youth. Really? Church. That is so stupid. All right, there's just a couple more. Okay. So you're knowing what the kids are saying these days. Well, I, I was until uh, towards the end here. I'm starting to. Next one is techers. Techers. T e k k e r s. Okay. Does techers mean technology? All right. Abbreviated technology. Uh, techers doesn't mean skills, particularly in football. Like that was some amazing free kick techers. Or does techers mean technically? What like was you, the first one? Technology. No, I don't think that. I, or does it mean tech? That would mean be too logical, so I don't think that's what it is. I think it's the last one. Technically? Yeah. Wrong! What is it? Techers means skills, particularly in football. That was some amazing free kick techers. <sighs> you got some mad techers. Church. Yeah. Uh, All right. Next up, Bants. <laughs> Bants? B A N T Z. B-A-N-T-Z. Bants. Is Bants short for banter? Mark stole a road sign. It was Bants. <laughs> a bad idea. I don't think we should skip college. That's Bants. Or ugly clothing. Hun, those shoes are Bants. Using the word Bants, you should not even be in college. But <laughs> Bants. I like how it doesn't say class. It says, I don't think we should skip college. <laughs> <laughs> This isn't Bants, guys. Uh, the first one. Short for banter? Sure. That is correct. All right. How many more of these are there? Uh, just two more. Okay. Oh, no, actually one more. All right. And the last one is, what is allow? What, uh, so this is, kids are confusing. So it's a, okay. it's a different use of the word. All right. So allow and kids slang. This is kids slang, not the actual word. Okay. All right. Does allow mean um, that is Okay. I mean, technically, <sighs> yes. This is breaking my brain. So the sentence okay. says, allow your brother can can come skating with us. Okay. All right. So that's one of them. Or it can be, hell no, forget it. Like if someone says, uh, taking double math, allow that, which means forget it. <sighs> okay. Or is it a synonym for listen to, such as allow that new Taylor Swift song? Uh, the last one. That is incorrect. It means hell no. Oh, that is... My brain is broken now. All Although right, I do feel like I could go out outside now. Now I can go rap with the local high school kids. Be like, oh, wow. Man, that's bants if we skip class, right? You did get 9 out of 15. Church. That's pretty impressive. That That's... I actually, I'm kind I'm, of... I'm very impressed by I'm you. kind of embarrassed that I got mm-hmm. 9 out of 15. You should be. All right. I think that's well. Enough. As you I feel keep like saying I'm... loudly and not creepily at all, I'm sure that you know you live next to a high school, so you know. 
Someone that, you know, go out and rap with the kids. Don't, Church. Don't. You're do- he's doing white boy lobster claws in case anyone's keeping track. Church. Fleek. Don't you what dare. What was it? Fleek? I don't, I don't even gleeking. remember. It's not Gleek. I almost got suspended for Gleeking once in uh, middle school. Well, Greg, that's a touching story. It was very, yeah. I'm so glad you shared that with us. Got called into the principal's office. Ew, you were spitting on other children? No, it's gleeking. That's spit. Well, no, it's you you get like a glass of water, then you gleek on someone. Okay. It's a whole thing. All right. All right. Why don't we do, why don't we take a break? We've we've let's dumbed ourselves down this. enough. Yes. Let's uh let's let's put on somebody who's smart, perhaps the smartest person in the world. Perhaps the smartest man in the world. And that would be Greg Proops. So oh, Greg yes. Proops is going to be at Helium Comedy Club this weekend, Fri- uh, that's, which is today, uh, December 5th, and tomorrow, December 6th. Shows at 7.30 and 10 o'clock, both there at Helium Comedy Club. And uh, he is awesome. You need to go see him if you're in town. HeliumComedyClub.com. Pick up your tickets. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's just awesome. He's he is- one of our first major guests that we had on this show. He was, indeed. Years and years ago. And uh, he is still just as awesome. We were talking about right before, too, when we go on. That uh, I guess somebody from Vo- somebody came to a show last night and brought him a voodoo donut with his uh, kittens logo on there, mm-hmm. which is pretty badass. Oh, that's amazing. So that's what we're referencing when we start this interview about whether or not he should preserve it or not. <laughs> so, all right, here we go. This is Greg Proops on Fun Employment Radio. Welcome. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I don't even know if you would need to preserve a donut because it probably would preserve itself. It might preserve itself. If you left it out, it would dry up. It would harden. It's like a McDonald's like a cheeseburger or something where if you leave it out, it just kind of yeah. hardens and then it just stays its own shape and everything. Yeah. No, I think it would work out. I don't know. Good this, thinking. This all makes sense. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. And today <laughs> we are joined by one of our favorite guests ever of all time. Mr. Greg Proops. Hi, Nibs. Hi, Dylan. Hi. <laughs> Hi, fun people. I love putting, like, you are a mister. I, I really like it because yeah. you're just such a gentleman. Oh, I love right? saying, like, Mind of you. I know every time it's like Mr. Greg Proops. Well, you reach a certain age, when, and I've, uh, I've reached it where, uh, thank you, where people are, uh, people call me Mr. Proops now. Yeah. And it's like, I didn't ask for that. It just happened. <laughs> <laughs> and you think, oh, God, am I that old? You no, know? it's like a title. Like, that's the American title because you can't get sir or no. dame. So this is a mister. You right, get the respect right. that way. I guess it's all right. I don't mind being Mr. Proops. Okay. Well, we don't mind having Mr. Proops here As with Sidney us. Poitier said, what does he say? What do they call you back home, boy? They call me Mr. Proops. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. Proops, how have you been, you've been enjoying our uh, horribly miserable weather? I think it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Damp and cold. and uh, exa- All your favorites. Everything I expect from Portland. <laughs> I was in L.A. Uh, uh, yesterday, and uh, I was having lunch with a friend the day before, and it was pouring rain in L.A., which it hasn't done in about two years. Wow. wow. Pouring rain. And uh, I, he goes, where are you going? this weekend and I went to Portland he went can't get enough rain <laughs> it's my timing yeah that's I don't think I've ever been in LA I've only been to LA a few times but it's never it doesn't seem like a very rainy place it never rains that's it, so odd had a drought yeah. so hard and then of course the annoying part is it'll rain and then you have the same conversation all day mm. with, with whoever you meet right. someone will go it's raining and the other person will go yeah we need it <laughs> what are you a farmer you live in Hollywood you work in a studio what do you mean we need it what are you growing pears like, what do you mean? It's a self-indulgent. Know, oh, yeah. yeah. No, we really need it, man. Like, they know the, better than you. Right. What are you, winding the aquifers running through town or whatever? Holy cow. What are you, a geologist? Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, we do need it. <laughs> oh, see, and there you go. And you do need it. You know, we really need it. You just, like, so what I love is, like, it. one day of rain 
it, yeah. that's not it. Yeah. You know, yeah, you need it, but you need it to rain like every day for two months, and then maybe right. we're getting in the ballpark. <laughs> One crappy day of rain, and no one slows down in LA, and yeah. the roads are covered with oil. That's that's the thing. Yeah, it all brings it that all up yes. like, as soon as it starts raining. Two yeah. years of no rain, and the, the streets oh. are literally like oil slicks, and then everybody's gunning it everywhere. And like you were talking about the drains backing up in Portland. Oh, yeah. In LA, the drains are never maintained, and so <laughs> as soon as two drops of rainfall, literally there's floods <laughs> everywhere you go. And a month ago, in the middle of our drought, and of course we're being told not to use water on alternate days and all this jazz. Oh, yeah. A water main broke in Hollywood and poured water for two solid days. Down the hill, they had to close part of Sunset Boulevard. It was awesome. Oh, two days? God. They couldn't figure out how to shut it off? hundred-year-old pipes. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. They had See, a cruise out there for two days. Oh, here when it gets all floody, um, the most beautiful thing about living in Portland is that the river starts to flood, and then it starts to get full of raw sewage. Yeah. That has happened. That happens. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It hasn't happened. It happens every time it floods. All of a sudden, they're like, "Don't touch the water. Yeah. It's full of raw sewage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't put your finger in your eye. Don't let it right? splash on you. Don't go." And then they try to convince people every year that it's okay to go swimming in it. That I'm is like, one I thing. I don't like, think so. People always yeah. think about Oregon and think about Portland about how environmentally, you know, environmentally friendly. Go outdoors, do all that stuff. No, they disgusting. don't realize the Willamette River is disgusting. It is bad. Yeah. It's it's not. I see people fishing in there Mm -hmm. and yeah and swimming in there it's like you haven't been around here very long have you you're Mm going to have a weird skin rash when you get done with that other than that I wouldn't set it down plants at the end of it or something is that why it's so foul yeah it's just old pipes they're they're trying to fix it right now I think they've got a new system that's going in and it's just really mucky at the bottom like it's just like things just stick to the bottom of it like yeah oh I've we're just uh, countering Portlandia right now I know (laughs) right (laughs) Portland's just disgust don't move here years ago ago, I was in Vancouver uh, BC and uh, uh, they they had had a flood, and the flood had tainted their water supply for, the, for oh. part of Vancouver is a reservoir that sits above ground and is just a big lake, mm-hmm. and it got contaminated by beaver fecal matter. Oh. <laughs> they were calling it beaver fever. <laughs> check into ask. this fancy hotel in Vancouver on <laughs> tour with the Just for Last tour. We awesome. check into this fancy hotel, and they give me a bottle of water, and they go like, brush your teeth with this. And I'm like, what about a shower? And they're like, oh, it's okay to shower. So I turn the water on. Bright yellow. Oh. Right, like, the water was like a scintillating yellow. And I got in the water and I was like, you know what? I shouldn't have showered. I feel grosser. <laughs> Shower. And like you can't put, let it go in your mouth or anything. Oh. Like, this is, it was, yeah. How do you even keep it out of all of your orifices? Like That's your ears I mean. and everything? And, like, and you're in, how many people live in Vancouver? A couple million? Like, right. You so? guys, this is your water supply? And they're like, oh, well, you know, only for North Vancouver. Oh, God. <laughs> well, how many beavers did it take to taint the entire water system? I think like, they live in the reservoir. I guess you know, so. Like, and no one moved them out or something. And you thought, surely there's a better method than this. Oh, you, do you remember hearing in the national news how, like, some drunk kid, like, peed in the reservoir here? Because we have the out-of-ground res- reservoirs, uh-huh. like, right up the hill. And they uh, dumped all of the water. Like They were going what? to. They were, yeah. Did they? Th- I thought they uh, dumped some of it. I don't think they ended up doing it, but they were going to. Oh, they to were going it. to. It was the plan yeah. to dump, like, millions upon millions of gallons because one, like – Kid peed in one of oh, the reservoirs. Surely animals are. Oh yeah. In oh yeah. The water all the time. There was a there was, their lives. a few years ago. There was a homeless man who fell in and uh-huh. drowned, and they didn't find him for days. Oh yeah. And he was just in there. Right. And I was just like bathing uh, in the homeless your guy. Teeth in him, yeah. yeah. Just it just happened. Well, right. you know, when you go in the ocean, there's a lot of things too. Exactly. We were thinking about having a benefit concert at the big plastic island full of garbage that's in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> You we, have yeah. to. Well, I was talking about it with Dave Anthony and Greg Barron on their show, and we were like, <laughs> we should do a benefit concert on the Garbage Island, really, because evidently it's out there floating around. Because it's yeah. out there floating, right? It's like right? the size yeah. of 
Texas or something. I, I, it's, it's huge, right? Right, and yeah. it's time to do. It's time to do an all day affair out there. I think. Really. Yeah, I think I, you might be joking, but I think that you have something there. Benefit for the for the last two seabirds that are alive. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Just standing, Greg's on a pile of garbage. Right, the sad cormorant <laughs> looking on. <laughs> Where is that thing? It just kind of drifts here and there, doesn't it? Yeah, evidently. It's out in the middle of the Pacific, yeah. Every once in a while, someone will take a trip across the Pacific and they'll take pictures of it or video yeah, of it. Yeah, bump into like, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they say there's, you know, the, the birds are gone, the fish are gone, but there's this giant wad of plastic out there. Oh, that's so gross. I love that it all coalesced together, though. Plastic's so clever. I know. <laughs> it all just, <laughs> they all became friends. Right? And just met. No, they're all just hanging out together. You leave me alone. I'd never find anyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're saying you're hanging out with Greg Barron, so you've been, like, traveling around doing all kinds of stuff. You keep really busy. I have been. I was in New York last week, and then uh, we were in uh, Hawaii before that, and uh, then before that we were in Stockholm and um, wow. Antwerp and uh, London, and uh, then in the, in the autumn we were in, uh, or in the last spring we were in um, Helsinki and Paris wow. and Amsterdam. Oh my God. Yeah, so, Helsinki, how's that? Helsinki I've always wanted good. to go there. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, you know, it's not like uh, Gotham City or anything. Right. Uh, <laughs> and it's way far north. Uh, next stop, Santa's workshop, right? And uh, the, 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 it's quite close to Russia and everything. And they're not, um, you know, they're Scandinavian. They're part of Scandinavia, but not the same way Norwegians, Danes, and yeah. Swedes are. Like it's uh, Svedska, Norska. Danska and then Swamin. Okay. Wow. And their language is like it's this like really oh. whispery elf language. That sounds very elf. Swedes go like you know you know like it's right. sort of like that German. Little sing-songy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you can understand a few of the words. I never learned a word in Helsinki, and I really wow. tried. I had people to, like coach me to say good uh-huh. evening, and it's like you know, like keeping your mouth closed the entire time. Oh yeah. Like, and yeah. then I, I read that Tolkien. Uh, did the elf language based on Finnish. Well, that makes more sense then. Yep. It's very ancient. and uh, So they don't consider themselves uh, like the other Scandinavians. Mm. Okay. They're a separate bag. And then up the north is the, the Swami who live up there, like... Um, who have the, you know, they're more than like the indigenous people. Right. But evidently during the Black Plague, when it swept all over Europe, and it even got to Scandinavia after a few years, the one place it never got was the top of Finland because they didn't accept boats from other places and they didn't eat that food. Huh. Wow. So they never got the plague. So the they end. just isolated themselves from everything, huh? People kept saying, you need to come back in the winter and go up north. And like, there's no sun for like six months. It's wow. just dark, right? Yeah. And, and uh, you know, we're talking to different Finns and they're like, oh no, we're from the north. And one, one woman says, uh, oh no, you you know, there's no streetlights or anything. You carry a flashlight around with you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you're like, that sounds awesome. That sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but the seafood was to die, and uh, they're really nice and friendly, and everyone speaks English. And also, you know, you go to a place, and they have cradle-to-grave health care and education. Mm. Right. And you're like, oh, America. Oh. You big tin shack slum yeah. full oh. of fat white people. <laughs> And then you go to Finland, and everyone speaks three or four languages. Does it ever just get embarrassing sometimes well, traveling I mean, around? Well, I mean, you're, but you are a, a wonderful representation. Well, there's, yeah, they're yeah. friendly to me, and uh, you know, I'm a comic, so they don't hate me. But uh, I mean, I haven't come over with a gun or whatever, <laughs> right? Or annex their oil. Uh, but it is, yeah, it is embarrassing because I can't speak any Finn at all, and all Finns can speak fluently so much to the point where I did the podcast in English, my stand-up in English, no wow. Finnish words at all. And although my opener was, uh, it's nice here. This is like Russia, but without the assholes. And of course, then they, <laughs> then they like me. <laughs>
<laughs> so when you're touring around, how much of it are, is uh, you doing your stand-up and how much is – because I know your podcast is so amazing and so popular. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, how much is, is recording, like doing live tapings of the podcast? Almost always uh, um, is the podcast, if I can, everywhere. Yep. Uh, not this weekend in Portland, but uh, <laughs> most every other weekend of the year I'll be doing the podcast. Uh, so I'll go in and I'll pitch up. I'll try to get in a day early to see if I can mm. to kind of catch some flavor and then uh, the next night do the podcast. And uh, and then we try to get a day. The last trip we actually had a day off in each town so I could goof around with my wife. Um, now your wife travels and, and with you, right? On those ones, yeah. yeah. Someone said, is your wife with you in Portland? I'm like, this is Portland. I love it up here. <laughs> we live in L.A. It's yeah. not exactly Finland. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if I go to enough. Europe, yeah, she goes with yeah. me and everything. And we went to the Maui Comedy Festival, which was hilarious. It was... Um, they had a lot of good comics and everything. You know, they had James Adomian and Eddie Pepitone and uh, uh, Isha Tyler. Everybody came and did it. Uh, Reggie Watts, whatnot. Um, but it's in Hawaii, so it was about as disorganized as you'd imagine something yeah. in right. Hawaii to be. Like, kind of, it was their first annual one, too. So, like, <laughs> their first annual. <laughs> they did. It was hilarious. Oh. Let me just put it that way. You know what I mean? Like, you'd be doing a show, and like, uh, uh, I did two sh- uh, a podcast and a stand up show where people had to be thrown out for being too drunk. Wow. No and it's like, this festival's three days long, you guys. <laughs> and at two of the shows, people were ejected from the house. Jesus. During my show, a woman got really drunk, and I, can, I can't see them. And I'm like, what's going on back there? And all of a sudden, I hear, fuck you. I was born in a cane field. (laughs) (laughs) And then they chucked her out. And I got up to the window. There was open windows to the street. So you could still hear her when she was thrown out. And I went, fuck you. I was born in a cane field. And then I said, you know, when you throw someone out of a gig in Hawaii, it's not exactly punishment because there's a beach 20 yards away. (laughs) You're throwing someone out into paradise. I go, it's not like you brought Cleveland in and went, I now get out of here and go into this shithole. You, you throw someone out in Hawaii, they're in Hawaii. All right. That's the bad part. They can go to another bar that's across the street. The beach is that there. That's a fair point. And that other dude was acting so tweaky, methy, like a road and truck company of Breaking Bad, you know. And he had the baseball hat with the flat cap. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. didn't right. it. Every comic that got up, he was like, yeah, 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 pumping his fists in the air. <laughs> so that lasted about an hour. Uh, and Eddie Pepitone got through him. Then finally, the, the, they threw him out. And uh, the, the big Samoan bouncer came over and then the white manager of the club and all I heard was as before he left the door was fuck you Howley right (laughs) (laughs) so it was magic it sounds like magic but they had a guy backstage and he had a bag full of marijuana all pre-rolled and I mean like more than you've ever seen in your life like Like joints all rolled up yes and giant ones and uh, and they were really good and he was like some sort of Johnny Appleseed type or whatever and uh, (laughs) basically he was just like hey man take a as many as you want. Don't be shy. And I was like, all right. But the Christmas part of the story did is... Did you? Did you take as many as you I, wanted? I did. I took some. Good, I, I good. Didn't, I'm, not, I'm not the kind of person who fills my pockets at the candy bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I've had friends like that. You know where they go like, oh, now have whatever you like. And all of a sudden they're filling their bag. Right, yeah. And you're like, what are you? Uh, you're broke? Yes. What, do you live in a box? He said, take some, not take all of it. Right. Uh, no, I had. I took a couple and, uh, and they were quite good. And then uh, uh, there was a, a British couple outside. And they go, um, we wish we didn't bring any dope because we've come from England. And I was like, this is your lucky day. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a happy ending to that story. That it was like the gift like... of the Magi. Oh, that sounds yeah. like a great story. <laughs> <laughs> so during the week, how often are you are you touring about? Oh, all the time. All the time, week. like Monday through uh, through Sunday. 
Do you take a couple days off to spend at home? I never. I get a day off at home occasionally. Like, I'll be going home Monday, and then I go back to Chicago on Tuesday. Then I'm there for, like, five days. And I'm doing Chicago and Bloomington, and then uh, I'll come home, and and then we'll do the podcast there uh, before Christmas, then a benefit, and then then I'll have a week off at Christmas time. Yeah, I'm looking at your schedule right now. Pretty much the whole time. Yeah, I don't get a lot of time off, uh, and I whine about it constantly. (laughs) (laughs) But as my wife would say, like, if you were sitting at home, I'd be driving her crazy you know if, that's true if you're not working you're you, yeah you're you're so you know you're you dwelling on how awful of a human yeah. you are which is my other <laughs> my two pastimes are telling jokes and dwelling on my own and how uh, horrible inadequacies. You are. Yeah. do you even have time to go out and do like open mics or anything like that or do you just i do work your stuff they ask me to all the time in la to do all the comedy shows everyone's very generous about all the shows there's millions of alternative shows in la and i do them as many as i can but some nights i'm just like i want to lay here mm-hmm. yeah i can't go out tonight because i'm i'm usually working at least four or five nights a week and um, so if I do have a night off, I want to watch a movie. Well, yeah. yeah. We want you to yeah. stick around as long as possible. Like, you need to get let yourself rest sometimes. Well, uh, okay, yes, I do. Uh, but I will. <laughs> Uh, there's, uh, I can rest on stage tonight during the show. It'll, you know, <laughs> just it's just coming out of catch your face some wings, you, know, you know, let the audience drink for a while. What's he doing up there? He seems to be sitting he's just, with his eyes relaxing. closed. I'm cogitating. I think people, gonna be amazing. I, know, I think people would pay to sit and watch you just sit there and think. Yeah, yeah. What is he just read? About? <laughs> just read to us. Occasionally turn the page, drink some wine. <laughs> well, and I was also looking. You've been doing some voice acting as well. Do you have a movie coming out? Is this the Helen back? Oh, golly. We did that a couple years ago. When is that coming out? Uh, 2015, it says. Well, they keep... uh, It was a lot of post-production on that one. (laughs) It says it's still in (laughs) post-production. I'm a a small demon in that one. I only have a a tiny role. They they were really nice people, and they used a lot of comedians. Um, The lead is someone quite famous. I want to say it's... Mila Kunis. It's who? Mila Kunis. Susan Sarandon. Yeah. Uh, Rob Riggle, T.J. Miller. It has a large cast. Uh, yeah. And you'll notice there's about 20 comedians in it. There, there's so many. Odenkirk, uh, Danny McBride. Yeah, Posehn is in it. Yeah. In it. Uh, oh, yeah. I bought it, and it looks extraordinary. It's um, uh, a stop action, and so the sets were amazing. And uh, I, it's been so long since I've worked on it that I've forgotten that I was in it. <laughs> right. Uh, but I'm, I am looking forward to when it comes out because I think it's Well, it does have cool. a – in parentheses, it does say 2015 now. It, it's last year promising. I thought it was 2014. <laughs> but again, it's a very – it's a Leviathan undertaking and, and obviously yeah. uh, I think it's a million voices. And um, when you – when you make, like I was in um, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas 20 years ago and, oh, and yeah. that – I think that took them about two and a half years to make because you're you know you're moving models one inch at a time for or a centimeter at a time for mm. months and months and months and months. So it's a laborious undertaking. Well, and what a, an interesting thing to be a part of because that's still such a huge cult favorite. Yeah, I got right. really lucky on that one. I never, when we did it, I, I was excited to do it, but I never thought that people would watch it in twenty years yeah. or care about it at all. Oh, yeah. Right, it's become an entire thing. I mean, right, it's, it's, it's like a holiday, yeah. and, it, and it has dual holiday mm-hmm. oh, action. Yeah. You can show it at Halloween or you can show it at Christmas, and you can't get through a Halloween without. Saying a couple dressed as you know, oh, no, right? No, no, as, yeah, as Jack, Jack and Sally. Jack. Yeah. yeah, last Sally. year we went to a live like musical performance of it. Oh, that right? was the yeah. coolest yeah, thing. Yeah, it was amazing. They had a full band that practiced and sang all the songs, wow. and the uh, two leads were on stilts, oh. walking through the audience the entire time. How cool! It was. It, it was, was pretty amazing. Incredible. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. So they're all everyone's dressed up singing all, and they had like all the little like ghouls and goblins singing the background. Oh, and that's fantastic! It was it was very interactive. It was really cool. Wow, my favorite song is the opening song. I think it's the strongest song in the picture. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Boogie Boogie's good too, but I, I really. But like this is old. Halloween. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought that one was was really close to like Harold Arlen-y, kind of Wizard of Ozzy, mm-hmm. yeah. old fashioned movie. You know, 
Because mm-hmm. this is Halloween. This, this is, is Halloween. Yeah. I sing on that one. Uh, and me and my, my buddy Debbie Durst is the dead baby with the eyes sunshine. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And my friend Glenn was the uh, werewolf. There was, we were the three people from San Francisco that got in the movie. The rest of them were all professional singers um, from Los Angeles. Wow. Um, that, I mean, that sang. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that were all the other monsters and everything. Um, but they, they picked two comedians because we have funny voices. Because uh, Debbie talks like that. You know, and, and, and I talk the way I do. And, uh, so it was, it was fantastic fun. Henry Selleck was uh, amazing to work with. It was never Tim Burton. Everybody was like, Tim Burton made the movie. I think he wrote the movie and he produced it, but Henry directed it. I never yeah. Really? I so never he was even, No, he huh. was never there. Huh. But then I wasn't on the set with the models or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, Henry worked with all the actors, so uh, that we would just go in and record. Did you get to see any of the models? Uh, occasionally, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and we got to loop, uh, you know, our parts uh, when we, we, we actually got to see the Halloween sequence before anyone else because we were looping it and uh, that I thought was when we saw that we were like this is going to be cool because oh, yeah. awesome. it looks so bitchin right uh, what am I in that I'm the devil and uh, the, the the sax player who goes nice work bone daddy and uh, the duck I'm a, I'm a toy duck I remember the duck <laughs> the making Christmas scene and I'm also the harlequin who's the one with all the weird things on his head yeah so, wow that's pretty cool you got multiple that was fun, roles yeah. well but because we were uh, what they call swing parts yeah. Uh, so you, you you double and triple and quadruple up on a few things. But Glenn was only the werewolf, and Glenn has that amazing voice. He, he, not only does he talk like that, he could sing in two tones at the same time. <gasps> really? Like he could howl, yeah, like and hold two tones. Um, I have a friend who's, who can do like the throat singing. Is oh, it kind of yeah, like that kind of thing? Oh, my God, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. Isn't it? Yeah, it's a, it doesn't make any sense. Like you're trying to wrap your mind around it as right. it's happening. Did you ever see that movie, Genghis Blues? Mm-mm. Oh, my God, it's amazing. All right, it's I'll a blind look it up. guy in San Francisco. And, uh, you know, in San Francisco, he's just a blues musician, you know, and he worked with, you know, he's uh-huh gigs but lives in a crappy little apartment he can throat sing and he heard it on the radio late one night took it up on his own wow then he's taken to Mongolia for this festival where he's worshipped as a rock star (laughs) wow and he's this chunky black guy from San Francisco and he goes there and the place is going fucking bananas every time he plays and then he plays some blues for them too and they can't believe that they're Mongolians they've never heard the blues yeah wow and he can can pick uh, 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 but he can really throat sing like like one of them. All right, like, what is the name of this? Them. It's called Genghis Blues. Okay, I'm I am going to be watching and that today. It's really moving. It's an amazing movie, and he, he's triumphant uh, when he goes over there. And you could tell that he's like, at the end of it, like he doesn't want to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, I think he'd rather live in Mongolia and be well, yeah, and be a superstar. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Be a superstar. You can be a rock star, yeah, because it's a spiritual thing for them. And so when they have this big festival, everyone gets up dressed like Genghis Khan, right? Like they've got the big hats on, wow. and the mustaches, and the swords, and the cokes, and the whole. So it's really, it's wild. It's a yeah. really wild movie. Oh, that's and of fascinating. You can't see any of it, you know. But they're all around him, and uh, it's and they're losing their minds. Of what a great singer he is! Awesome. Yeah, and it's I can't even reproduce it. It's that. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> I don't even it's know. Extraordinary. That. It's really extraordinary. I don't even know physically how you can do that. I don't either. Make any sense? But it is magic. <laughs> yeah, and if you like throat singing, it's your, it's the feel good movie of the year because there's plenty of <laughs> it's the feel- there's plenty of good singing. He does it. They do it. Everyone does it. You know what else makes you feel good? Being in the room with you, Greg Proops. Oh, yes, so indeed. Lovely. And there are like four four opportunities. So we missed. You already missed one, but maybe yes, you didn't you because you one. probably were there last well, night. Well, they probably were, but that means they mm-hmm. should go again. Yeah, there was some disappointment last night because it wasn't a podcast, but I did what I could. Uh, and then tonight we have two shows, and then tomorrow two shows. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, so there's seven thirty, ten o'clock. Wonderful. Seven thirty, ten o'clock tonight. Holy cow! Yeah, seven thirty. Working me to death. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting paid enough for this. <laughs> seven thirty and ten tonight, and December fifth, and tomorrow, December sixth. Tickets at heliumcomedy.com. 
Amy Miller's opening up too, or she's uh, hosting. Amy Miller's hosting, hosting. yeah. And uh, uh, young uh, Doogie Horner is our uh, feature act, who's a lovely comedian who I've worked with here several times, in fact, in Portland and then uh, in Philly as well. I was looking him up today when I'd seen that he was touring with you, and he's funny on the Twitter. I was looking. Because he was like, I just got to Portland and I was accosted by my throngs of fans. His name was Robert. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that made me laugh. Yeah. He's really, and also, he's a tremendously clever illustrator and author. He's written oh, a cool. book. If you look him up, uh, you can see he wrote a book and, uh, and he illustrated it as well. He's dead clever. And then I said to him last night, because I'm an idiot, I turned into my, uh, my family last night. I went, how come you don't have them introduce you as an author and an illustrator? <laughs> and he's like, because when I do, it confuses the crowd. <laughs> and I said, you're absolutely right. You can't, like, if you go to a comedy club and they go, like, this guy's a lawyer. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know yeah. you're going to get a bunch of crappy lawyer jokes. Right. Or this guy's a doctor or whatever. Like, there's always those few doctor-lawyer types that want to be funny, too. Or whatever, oh, yeah. it's just awkward or for everybody. Or, you know, whatever. <laughs> and I thought you're exactly right, and it was the stupidest question of all time. The way you're introduced as a comic is you've seen him on blah. Get, get, mm-hmm. Please welcome. Right. That's it. Yeah. I Quit, said, get in. Couple credits and go, go, go. If you start saying someone's an illustrator, <laughs> then the crowd's like, illustrator? Right. And then they're <laughs> watching you. Think about it. Are you going to draw something? <laughs> but it's an honest question because those are also accomplishments that he's had. It's just not right for the comedy club yeah. stage. But I'm telling you and your listeners because he does deserve that credit. He is awesome. he's a really, really clever guy and uh, really lovely to work with. Oh Well, you're really lovely. And uh, everyone can find out everything about you is the best home base, gregproops.com? Yes, or you can go to my Tumblr page, proopcast.com. 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 And, uh, yep, four shows, heliumcomedy.com. Get your tickets to go see Greg. Thank you, you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me on, you guys. Oh, we love you. Happy breakfast, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Mr. Greg Proops. <laughs> Indeedly do. Uh, so Helium Comedy Club, that is where he is going to be. Go check out Greg and Living legend that man is. He is. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you do go see him, say you heard him here on Fun Employment Radio. Yeah, please do. Let him know. He's awesome. He is very, very nice. All right, we've got a couple of things left here for the end of the week. And Sarah, there's, there's been a story. You know, with all the stuff that's going on this week, it's sure. kind of been push, pushed to the side. And okay. it was some breaking news. And I think oh, a no. lot of people still don't know about it. And I'm talking about some news that could change your life. I mean, these are the kind of things that what I could reveal to you today could change your outlook on the entire world. That's, that's how big of a thing this is. Wow, this is pretty significant. It, it is pretty, pretty significant because something was discovered where it shouldn't normally be, where it hasn't been found before. What something? We're opening up a whole new territory of squatches. I do think there's a squatch in these woods. Squatch! Yes, indeed, Sarah. Breaking news. Oh, my God. Breaking Bigfoot news. Now, this, I mean, I don't even know what to classify this kind of squatch. It's its something that I, I didn't know existed in this area, and I think a lot of people didn't know either. So here's, here's the story. In what area? What are you talking here's what about? I'm talking about. Now, we all know, of course, Bigfoot and Sasquatch, North America, Skunk Ape, all kinds of different names that they would uh, give to them, the Yeti of Asia. No, but those aren't different names that they're giving to the same creature. Aren't they different creatures from different well, names? Well, they're the same type of creature. They're just living in different areas. You know, you call somebody an Iowan or a Californian, it's the same creature, it's just different area. You know, maybe a little different temperament, oh, okay. different uh, different style, different things they eat. But it's still the same thing. Now this, I don't know what to do here because here it is. This is what's happening. This is the big news. This comes from across the pond, Sarah. Yes, this comes from the UK Mirror. Okay. 
and they're talking about this. So <laughs> that was a pregnant pause. <laughs> it is because I th- <laughs> because it's news that Bigfoot may have swam across the Atlantic and is now existing oh in England. So here it is. These are a couple of Bigfoot investigators. Very esteemed gentlemen. There are a couple of them in in the UK. Esteemed gentlemen. Uh, There's one of them. uh, The video here is by a man named Adam Bird, who captured this footage back in June. Now, he claims that he was around uh, Lincolnshire. I'm sorry, where was that? Lincolnshire. Okay. uh, in, In the woods over there. And he recorded two different things, actual video evidence of sounds that he recorded out in the woods that could very well be... Bigfoot. Now, Sarah, would you like to hear this groundbreaking audio? Because oh, once you hear it, you can't boy, unhear it. Would I ever. It's not going to be. It's, it's not going to be something that you can just say. Is oh, my well, mind is my mind going to be blown? Should it, I be preparing? It could absolutely, absolutely be be blown right now. I mean, I think that's absolutely something that could happen. All right, you ready? Yep. You ready? I Here am. It is. Okay. The following vocalizations were recorded by Adam and Paul Bird. He was with his brother as well. Wow. What? Where is it? There that is was. the worst audio recording Let's I think I have time. ever We're gonna heard. We're going to play in my one life. more time. This is. on a motorcycle? What are they doing? They were slowing down the audio so you could hear it. Did you hear that? No. That was clearly the vocalizations of some kind of uh, higher primate. By estimating, uh, my, by my estimates, it was probably, I would guess, around a seven-foot, seven-footer. <laughs> That's what I would say about it. <laughs> Juvenile squatch. The audio is crystal clear, just like all of the pictures <laughs> of Bigfoot. <laughs> so this is breaking news. I mean, absolute... Pretty much guaranteed proof. I'm looking in the chat right now. People are sold. They're like, wow, I'm a believer now. Couldn't be anything other than a Bigfoot. There's, there's nothing else it could be. I mean, wow. what else could it possibly be? Give me a logical reason and I'll listen to you. But you don't have one, do you? Because it's clearly a Sasquatch. It was a, it was a Squatch. An English Squatch. Does he have an accent? Yes, I believe it does. Is he very proper? They are. Squatch! So there you go. Wow, English Greg. Squatch. Thank you. All right. We've got a couple more things that we need to do here real quick. Now, with Sasquatch, I do want to say this. If you're out doing your own squatching, you know, you got to get out in the woods. you got to go out there and you got to get deep. you got to go hard. you got to get out there where other people aren't because you want to be able to record, you know, groundbreaking audio like that. And you can do that all over the Northwest. You don't mm-hmm. have to go to England for it, although now even English people can. And it doesn't matter where you are. You know, the Sasquatches you... are full of, uh, or excuse me, the oceans are full of Sasquatch, like, you know, right, going they're everywhere. Across. Well, they're big. They can swim really far. Oh, it's just like the Sasquatch Olympics right now. It makes sense. Atlantis, Atlantic, I don't know. There's all kinds of connections there that I don't even make right now. But let's just say there's, there's something there to the Sasquatch thing. So the thing is that when you go out there squatching, you know, most of the time you're going to be camping. You're going to be out in the middle of the woods. You know what you need to do that? You know what you need? You need good gear. Because you could be out there a long time to find a Sasquatch. And where do you get your good gear? You get that good gear from Next Adventure, Sarah. If you're going to go out squatching, you're going to be camping. That's for all your squatch hunting needs? You can go there. You can go to Next Adventure. Now, they're not associating themselves with the squatching. I'm just but saying, they're not not associating themselves exactly. with squatching. Because regardless, you need the same gear. 
and that's why you go to Next Adventure, located right here on Stark and Grand. They are a fantastic place. It's where I buy all of my camping gear because, well, they're awesome. That's just the bottom line. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're just And you, even if you're not and, here in town, you can buy your gear online. Yep, yep. nextadventure.net. Net. And you can pick up everything there. So it is, It is honestly, they, they are fantastic. Um, it's a great place to get a like a Christmas gift card too because I know uh, my buddy Nate and, Ty- and uh, Tyler I think they that's what they do every year yeah. they give each other next adventure gift cards so it is pretty cool one size fits all yes oh my god next Rick. adventure for your squatching needs I'm just going to keep pitching them different different marketing oh, ideas oh yeah you tried the apocalypse thing last time yeah I tried time. the zombie one I was like you guys should pitch it as a zombie apocalypse store because everything in there you'll need when the zombie apocalypse happens and Deke never got back to me on that one yeah but um, for some reason it was very strange yeah I'm going to pitch them this one though you're a squatch hunt store and they could get a big Bigfoot on the side of it you know and then the, they could have like a Bigfoot standing outside of the store like find me with the gear here I think Rawr. that's enough I don't think you need to keep doing that I'm going to pitch him that one too alright I'm Greg Nibbler let's talk balls, balls. it's going to be a short ball talk supple ample I mean it'll, you'll, you'll get what you need out of it that's for sure but still a little bit short. Okay. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. I think I already said that. Okay. First up, there's this. I just want to get this one little side story out before I get to some major predictions that are going to happen. The Philadelphia 76ers are off to one of the worst starts of any NBA team ever. They started 0-17 before they finally, which the uh, record is 0-18. So they had to lose two more games to to beat that. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but they did get a win against the Minnesota Timberwolves, also a pretty bad team, although better than the 76ers. Still, the the uh, 76ers did beat the Timberwolves. But the game, first time I have ever heard of this, I don't know of any other time where this has happened, the game had to be restarted after 15 seconds into it. Okay, why? And the reason is because they did the tip-off uh, in the in the center. You know, the, both teams jump for the ball, and then you go on and go from there. And then there was a foul about 14 seconds in. They were getting ready to shoot the foul. When the refs realized the 76ers have been going towards the wrong basket. <laughs> and the Timberwolves treated it as that. And the game was basically playing. They were they were shooting at each other's basket. Wow. They were going the wrong direction. Wait, both of them were? Both, both teams were? Both teams were going the wrong direction. Well, I mean, the Timberwolves were treating it as though that was their basket. They should have just let the Sixers shoot. Yeah. Because they would have scored. But both teams were confused. So the rest actually stopped the game and restarted it. Wow. Yeah. That's how bad they are. All right, moving on to ball talk. There's, uh, there's a couple other little things. You know what, though? I'm just going to... Well, I'll let Sarah know this. I'll let you know this. What? Because this is big news for you. Okay. I know it's very big. Now, you went to Washington State University. I did. I went to school in Pullman, Washington. The Cougs, the Cougars, once upon a time, they, mm-hmm. had, a, they had a good football team, once upon a time. Years yeah, that was years, the year before... Years I think I went there. Years and years and years. And okay, years and okay. Years Says the guy whose alma mater now no, no longer has a coach. Yeah, seriously. The coach even ran screaming Mike from your Riley football team. Left. That's so weird. Okay, if the coach has like a forever job and he's running away from that, I'm saying you have nothing to poke at me. Mike about. Riley, coach at Oregon State, <laughs> had a lifetime contract where every time they became bowl eligible, which is winning six games a year, he would get another year added onto his contract forever. He ran away screaming. Twelve million dollars he left on the table. Because he just wanted to get to away to that Nebraska, badly. <laughs> to go live in Nebraska. <laughs> he ran to Nebraska he to get away up, from your team. He grew up in Corvallis. He was finally back in his hometown. And that's how bad it was. He gave up 
a guaranteed lifetime contract with $12 million currently sitting on it to go move to Nebraska. All right, moving on to ball talk. Anyway, uh, your alma mater, the Washington State Cougars. Now, of course, that big team that they had back in the day had a certain quarterback who is now known as the biggest NFL bust of all time, and that is Ryan Leaf. Oh, Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf. I believe mm-hmm. he went number one in the NFL draft. Failed miserably in the NFL. Also, as it turns out, by a lot of accounts, not a really nice guy. No, I saw that firsthand. Yeah, that's right. You did see that. Mm-hmm. And he also uh, had some severe uh, severe addictions and different things that, that happened along the way as well. Well, he is now out of jail. He's been in jail? Oh, yeah. He was convicted in Texas, or convicted in Montana... I'm trying to... Honestly, he's been convicted so many times, I'm not really sure. Because he was sentenced to five years in prison in 2012, in which he was arrested... Okay, so he was arrested twice in one weekend for breaking into homes in Great Falls, Montana, and stealing prescription drugs. Twice in one weekend. Wow. Ryan Leaf is breaking into your house. Ryan Leaf. Damn it, Ryan Leaf. Not again, Ryan Leaf. Get out of here, you scat. Shoo, shoo, Ryan Leaf. So he was sentenced to a treatment center, but he went to prison... Less than eight months later, after allegedly threatening a program staffer and violating conditions of the treatment plan, doing something in Texas. Okay, so anyway, he, he went to jail in Montana. Now he may have to go to jail in Texas as well, but he is currently out, Sarah. He's out. Wow. I know this is exciting news for you. I'm pretty excited that Ryan Leaf is back on the streets. Oh, okay, uh, Ryan Leaf was second to Drew Bledsoe. Okay, gotcha. So. But he was still pretty Either high. Either way, up that's there, pretty then. high up. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Ryan Leaf out. I'm sure you can meet up with him and have some coffee and prescription drugs. All right, finally in ball talk. <laughs> you have to bring the prescription drugs for him. Yeah, well, <laughs> he'll he'll find them. Uh, we have this big, big, big weekend in college football, Sarah. The college football playoffs are going to be decided this weekend by a couple of different games that are going to be happening. There's three teams that will that are pretty much guaranteed to get into the college football playoffs as long as they win. That's the University of Alabama, Florida State University. And the University of Oregon. Oh. Those three teams win. They will make it. I mean, it's they're going to make it into the four-team college football playoffs. Okay. Now, probably Texas Christian University would be the other one, would be the fourth one. Um, it kind of depends. That one's, that one's a little bit up in the air. But as long as those three teams win, they're going to do it. Now, University of Oregon is taking on Arizona today at 6 p.m. Pacific time in a rematch of the game they had earlier in the year where Arizona beat them. Oregon's only loss was to Arizona. Uh-oh. So it's a big, big deal game is what big you're saying. Big deal game. Big deal game. What time does, does that game start soon? 6 p.m. Pacific time. Okay. Today. That one's going to be happening. Alabama taking on Missouri. And Iowa State taking on TCU, Florida State, Georgia Tech. All right, I'm going to make some predictions. Here they are. Florida State undefeated. Hasn't lost in a couple of seasons. 12-0 right now, sitting on top of the ACC, ready to go into the college football playoffs. Maybe repeat as national champions. Not so fast. Georgia Tech, 10-2, a lesser team, is going to knock off Florida State today and completely ruin their season. Georgia Tech <laughs> will beat Florida State. Okay. Oh, that's happening tomorrow. Tomorrow at 5 p.m. Pacific All right, you're kind of jumping the gun a little. Georgia Tech will knock off Florida State. I am predicting upset city population. Florida State! If you ever want to see the saddest Greg's ever been, it was when he was on Twitter trying to get upset city, and that was already taken. (laughs) (laughs) Population, you. He was so sad. Welcome to upset city. Moving on. Number 13, Wisconsin taking on number 5, Ohio State. Ohio State could sneak in there into the playoffs. 
Ranked number five right now. If TCU loses, Ohio State is in. And guess what? They're not going to win. Wisconsin's going to beat them. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, had to, I had to crunch the numbers really quick on that one. It's also another. Some real human calculator. Welcome to Upset on. Town, population Ohio State. Stop trying to make Upset Town work because that's the Twitter handle that's available. It's not Upsetville. as good. No. Stop trying to make a subpar Twitter handle work because Home the one you want Ohio is Ohio State. <laughs> All right, so two upsets. Ohio State and Georgia Tech are going to win. I need one more. I just need one more game, Sarah. Well, you didn't send me them. Well, here. All right, I'll send you a link. Okay, this is a lot of pressure. Like, you should have let me know beforehand. Well, I've done all of the research. All right, so, so which ones matter. have you done so far? We did Wisconsin, Ohio State, and we did Florida State, Georgia Tech. All right. Oh. We, okay, let's see. Uh, okay, I got one. Okay. I want to do Baylor. Okay. Number six, Baylor versus number nine, Kansas State. Ooh! Big game. Big game. Now, if TCU loses, Baylor could have a... They could also sneak into the top four teams and make it into the first ever college football playoffs. Well, let's see what's going to happen here. Number nine, Kansas State, nine and two, seven and one in the Big 12. Baylor, ten and one, seven and one in the Big 12. They got a bit of a problem there because they beat TCU, but TCU's ranked ahead of them. Bit of a kerfuffle. Bit of a grudge. A little salt in the wound. A little rock in the shoe. He's poking the scabs. Oh my god. Will you just continue, please? Stop Baylor. It. <laughs> it's going to be Kansas State. They're avoiding the trip to Upset City. They're going to stay right on course and stay fine and dandy. Fly right on past Upset I'm actually going to watch that game because I'm pretty sure that you're wrong. You think Kansas State's going to win? I think so. Baylor is going to win. Georgia Tech's going to knock off Florida State. Wisconsin's going to knock off Ohio State. It's going to be pandemonium, Sarah. Pandemonium. Upset Berg is going to be brimming, brimming at the seams with new members moving in. The apartment waiting list is going to be it? long. Are you speaking in English? What is wrong with you? Rent's going to double in Upset City. Stop upset trying Berg. to make Upset Upsetville. City Upsetulletin. Upsetolith? What does that even mean? The metro upset town area. Okay. The upset transit system is going to be breaking down with how many new people are going to be riding it. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. That was really something, Greg. Upset Shire. Mm-hmm. Upsetton. Uh, people have some suggestions. He could be Upset Burg, Upset Town Square, Upset Shantytown, Upset Shire. All possibilities. One can only hope. Upsetistan. Upsetica. Okay, that's enough. That's enough for this week. That is more than enough. More than enough. Population U. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Really quick, I just want to say uh, something to everybody that listens to this show and uh, follows it and, and, you know, on Facebook and all those things. This has been a a very trying week for me because there's been a lot going on. You guys know about the accident. I haven't even talked about all of the things that have just compounded. Oh, God, there's so much. It is a comedy of really shitty errors. That have gone on on top of the accident itself where some guy hit me and uh, probably ruined my truck, probably totaled my truck. Let's just say this. 
somewhere between the truck getting to the proper auto body shop, they towed it to the wrong auto body shop with the wrong tow company. Another tow company picked it up, towed it to the right auto body shop. Somewhere along the line, they lost the keys to my truck. <laughs> so they can't do the the uh, um, adjusting yet because they don't have the keys and nobody, and everybody's blaming each other and nobody knows where they are. I'm just... It's ridiculous at this point. It's getting pretty it ridiculous. It is ridiculous. So I've... <laughs> I've had to play phone tag with all of these other people who blaming each other. It wasn't us. It was the other company. I'm like, all right. It wasn't us. It was the other company. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, there's it's been a just, lot going on behind the scenes. It's just, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I was, <laughs> but what I wanted saying, to say, though, holy is... Holy Christ, they lost the keys. <laughs> they lost yeah. the fucking keys. Not only that, Greg has been going through and then they, so much. Oh, and because they towed it to the wrong place, that yeah. delayed the adjuster for another week. Apparently, because they messed up, it's just, I mean, I don't even know what to say at this point. Um, you just Sometimes you just have to laugh. There's just nothing I could do. I'm just like, holy shit, really? So who knows when we'll get a resolution to anything. But I, what I wanted to say thank mm-hmm. you, though, is to everybody who's been writing in and giving me advice and giving me um, uh, suggestions and help. I really, really appreciate that. And I've actually got so much that I haven't had, even had a chance to write everyone back yet. Uh, but I've been reading everything taking all the advice that you guys have given and I just uh, I want to say thank you you know I really appreciate the support it, it means a lot so and big thank you to Sarah but to me helped me out tremendously oh. this week by uh, yeah you, you've helped me out a lot oh I no really problem my thank pleasure you. thank you thank you thank you mm-hmm. alright you guys you are awesome thank you so much we will be back on Monday with more FunEmploymentRadio.com. Maybe see Sarah at Landmark Saloon on Sunday. Oh, yes. I'm going to be there. Watch yeah, football. Yeah, go there. Watch football with All Sarah. Right. <laughs> Landmark Saloon, Sunday. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.